Hey, I'm Shalom. And I'm Courtney. We're the Happy Hipsters. And, and this, this is, is Almost Nerdy. Nerdy. We love superheroes. We love sci-fi. We love fantasy. We love everything nerdy. And we are going to spoil this movie. Make sure you have already watched it. Hey guys, welcome. So glad you can join us today. Yes, today we are all about our childhood classic, Jumanji. Jumanji. <laughs> Those drums, iconic. Oh my gosh. Okay, so mm-hmm. last time we accidentally did the <laughs> we accidentally did the rating before we did the two sentence summary. So this time we're doing it right. Oh, you wanna do the sentence first? Yes. Two oh, okay. sentence summary. It's Shalom's turn. He will be giving us a two sentence summary of this movie. And Courtney will judge. I will judge you. You will judge me. Yep. You're looking at me with the judgmental eyes. That's right. <laughs> okay, so here's my two sentence summary. For Jumanji, an ancient game purposed to ruin the lives of curious children convinces Alan Parrish and Sarah to play. It imprisons Alan and drives Sarah crazy until years later, two other nosy children, Judy and Peter, bring them back and finally defeat the game. <laughs> yeah! That's pretty good. <laughs> Imprisoned. In prisons. Oh my goodness. Jungle prison. Yes, into the jungle prison. (laughs) Okay, what would you rate this movie? I would give this a 10. Wow. Yeah. I was going to give it a 9. A 9? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You would not watch this? Like, according to your rating, it's like something that you would watch over and over again. I guess so, but I think it's like not too surprising. I guess, okay, okay. if I'm I'm grading it on the kids scale, then definitely a 10 out of 10 because I've watched (laughs) it. I've watched it a million times. Mm. My brother and I were obsessed with this movie. Like, obsessed. We watched it a lot. Wow. How would you rate this versus the new one? Oh, the new one? Oh, they're so different. Um, I have to say, we had Movie Pass, which is why we went to see the new Jumanji in theaters the first time. Mm -hmm. I never would have seen it. I was really offended that they even did a remake. (laughs) I was like, what the H is this? I don't like that. Get that out of here. Uh But we saw it because we had Movie Pass, so it was like, whatever, we'll just go see movies. Might as well, yeah. Yeah, might as well. And I really loved it. I love the new one. I love the new one. I really wanted to do that on our on our listeners' choice, but a lot of people voted it down. They did not want to hear it. Yeah, I'm curious how many actually watched it, or it was more of if they did the same thing as us, Mm -hmm. and they just never watched it, so they don't really know how good it is. You know, The Rock is very funny in that movie. (laughs) He's very funny. Yeah, he had a very busy year that year. Yeah, it was really busy. So busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I was four years old, it was the first time that I saw Jurassic Park. I was not supposed to be watching Jurassic Park. I was literally hiding under the table watching as my parents were watching it. I was supposed to be in bed. But I was watching and I was so in awe of just science fiction and how these dreams could come to life. That was when I first fell in love with just movies and the impact that they could have. Seeing Dr. Ellie defeat raptors was amazing. (laughs) This 
impact that movies can have really led Shalom and I to starting this podcast because there are everyday consequences and just contributions that movies can have on society and our life and what they're speaking to. This is why we started Almost Nerdy Podcast. And now you can become a supporter and support this podcast with small monthly donations that help us sustain these episodes and allow us to grow it further. There are three different options. We have a link in our bio. If you could please consider donating to us, even the smallest donations make a difference. Thanks, guys. Okay, so again, this is a children's movie based off of a short story, with the, which is a children's like short story, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's too much depth here, mm. but I think there's some kind of like fun things that mm. we can pull out of it. Yeah. So I definitely want to ask some like theoretical questions of like, mm. what would we do? Yeah. What do we think the characters did the best? <laughs> like right. things like that. So I think I want to start with. How do you think the game works? Like, where do you think it came from? Uh, do you think that's the sound just like lures kids? Mm. It seems like adults can't hear it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I so my theory is is that this game was made like in an ancient, almost like an ancient African or um, Maori, you know, kingdom, mm. and but it was made as a rite of passage. Like where you prove yourself, so you you you, oh, you, like you play theory. the game to prove that you are you know like worthy. You're worthy, yes. So I that's that's my theory. And then one day the tribe was destroyed or whatever, but the game wants that like thing to keep happening. You know, it wants to keep playing the game. You know what wow. I mean? So so it's like it's looking for kids or teenagers to play. Wow, yours is a much more positive version than what I think. I just assumed that it was created by an evil voodoo prince. Voodoo. Voodoo. Sounds like something Loki would make. Yeah, Loki would make it. So it's made by an evil evil voodoo prince. And my theory is that it creates an alternate dimension. So, like, Whoa. when you sit down to play, mm. you have now, like, created this alternate dimension. And then when you finish, it takes you right back to where you started. Like a fake world? Kind yes. Of? I think wow. it creates, like, a, like a parallel world. Like, mm. it's the same, mm. but it's different. That's okay. why, like, Sarah and Alan play it, right? Right. That's why Judy right. and Peter can't remember them. Right. Because, spoiler if you haven't seen the Jumanji remake, they... Like, everybody knows each other because you're all in the game. Yes. Like, so it takes you from the outside world into the new world. So I Mm. think that that's what's happening. Mm. That's why Judy and Peter can't, like, don't recognize them. Because the Judy and Peter who played the game are alternate reality Judy and Peter. Oh. But it works out in their benefit because they realize... Like that, they can save the parents. Yes, by hiring the dad and mm. being like, "Don't go on that trip." Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. That's what I think. I, I like. I like yours too. I think it's good. <laughs> mine's, <laughs> mine's more <laughs> nefarious. <laughs> nefarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which thing that came out of the game do you think that the characters handled the best? Ooh. And then I'm also going to ask the worst. So if you want to do both. Okay, so I've been thinking about this quite a bit, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I keep thinking of the of of how, you know, Judy smacked the mosquito. I was like, that was 
pretty impressive because they then left. Yeah. That felt like the smoothest transition. That's true. You know, that, that happened without like much disruption. Really. Mm-hmm. Everything else kind of had them running somewhere mm-hmm. or falling somewhere or trying mm-hmm. to save someone. Yeah. But I feel like the mosquitoes, it was like, it, there was like a fast, like it went yeah. crazy. But then it's just, just like, boom, it. done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about the worst? The worst. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, the, the rain one, the monsoon one. Oh, monsoon. They sit there for a while. Like, yeah, I'm like, like, what I'm are like, you doing? I'm like, why are you sitting there? You know? Also, like, like, they climb up in the chandelier. I'm like, this is like a three-story house. Like, go <laughs> up the stairs. Keep going up the stairs. What are you doing? But doesn't the water, like, pour down as well? Like, Was it pouring down the stairs? I thought it was just raining. Oh, I guess. I guess you're right. But that wasn't, like, normal rain. It was like, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think that was going to save them. I liked way. when the crocodiles <laughs> came. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if I oh. had to say what I think they handled the best, mm. I think that they handled the quicksand pretty. The when the floor turns to quicksand, mm. I thought they handled that pretty well. Wow. Okay. If they I, moved pretty quickly. And, yes, they moved pretty quickly. Mm. They were done, and then like when she, when Sarah had to roll the dice, they just like mm. put the board on his face and just rolled. Like they just they went real quick through that one. Mm. 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 Yeah. If I had to choose the worst. I would have to say it has to be when Alan gets trapped in the jungle. Because he got trapped in the jungle for 26 years. Yeah. So, like, that has to be the worst, right? She, she should have come back and and play, but she, she could have just followed the instructions. She said, I was a kid. Like, I was like, well, like how do you. Yeah. You just been chased, it just the been worst. chased by African bats. And, <laughs> and, and people are starting to tell you that you're crazy. Yeah. You know, so you start you start to believe that you're crazy, or you just follow the instructions. In the jungle, you must wait until the die read five or eight. It's just right. roll, right? <laughs> right. Not everyone follows instructions. <laughs> <laughs> Shalom. Oh, this is a good question. Did you notice that both of them like didn't read the right side of the board? They read the left side. They're like, great, let's play. Like, <laughs> I definitely would have read all the instructions first. Mm, I would. I would have not. Red either. Oh, this one like look at this dice. You just throw it. <laughs> uh, what do you think you could have handled the easiest? The easiest? Yeah. And what Ooh. do you think you would have handled the worst? Wow. <laughs> wow. Maybe the, the the vines, I would just left the room. I feel like that whole thing of like don't move, stick to each other. I was like, no, move, leave. You <laughs> should leave. leave. You should leave this room now. Because I feel like the vines, it's not like the vines were like moving at the speed of light. The vines were like crawling in. And I'm like, you have a pretty good opportunity right now to like run out. But then he's like, <laughs> don't move, don't move. It's like, I'm like, oh yeah, that's not helping you. You're trapping yourself. You so know? that's the one you think you would be able to defeat the easiest? I would defeat that easily. Okay. I'll just like walk out. <laughs> I just want like... I- I would have just moved. I just moved <laughs> and just jumped out and just bolted it. <laughs> okay, what about the worst? What one would you have done the oh worst? Oh my gosh. Yee. Um <laughs> the lion probably. That lion would have eaten. The lion me. was real scary. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. That in real life, that would have been a very different scenario. <laughs> <laughs> it would have gotten eaten. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, Oh mm. man, the lion, when the lion Climbs down the piano oh, and it's making those sounds. Gosh, You're like, ah! yeah, yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. That mm. was, oh, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> I think that I would probably most easily be able to defeat. 
Probably the bats. Like, I don't mm. really think the bats do anything. You don't think they do anything? No, I don't really think they do. Like, because they just kind of, like, flew outside. You know <laughs> classic, what I mean? Classic shot is when the bat is on her <laughs> shoulder. And it's like... <laughs> I swear, like, I think I grew up. So I, I, I I, watched this movie probably, like, as a kid. And I just forgot it. I don't, I don't know. But growing up, I used to see these ads with that shot. That oh, shot. Really? I, I, I will never forget that shot where the bat is on her shoulder and just goes like... <sighs> so creepy. So, so creepy. I think they're kind of cute. They're huge. They're kind of like puppies. Mm-mm. They kind of have puppy faces. <laughs> no. I like it. <laughs> I'll keep him. I think the thing that I would have done worst against, like, oh, man, all of them probably. Like, I really don't think I'm fit for this type of game. Like Were you running around? Yeah, like running around, like being scared all the time, having this guy shoot at me. Mm. Like, I don't really think... Mm. I don't know. I think I would have done bad with everything. Yeah. Probably I, the spiders. I, I think yeah. the spiders would freak me out the most. Oof. Aragog. Mm. Like, I'm a complete Ron Weasley. Like, <laughs> right. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you, please. <laughs> I, I I would, I think, like, with with the spiders, I would just, like, smoosh them. Just smooshing them. I just, like, step on them. So I have a question. Is this the, the, the half of puff in you that's, like... That's like you like the bats. I, like <laughs> I just can't let it go. I'm sorry. I'm like, where's this coming from? <laughs> uh, I think it's the Ravenclaw being able to be like, bats are very good for the environment. Ah, they help with mosquitoes. They help with all these scary insects. Mm. I'm okay with it. But it se- it seems like someone like I mean someone someone like Newt Scamander can <laughs> will be like, oh, they. They are so wonderful, so great. I'm like, no. <laughs> I think uh, they're wonderful. Wow, awesome. What was your favorite scene? My favorite scene? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I love the monkeys on the bike. <laughs> that oh, whole scenario worry. is crazy. I was, oh, my, 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 my workmates are here. And it's like <laughs> the monkeys with the gun. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Those monkeys. The monkeys are another thing where it's like, I think I would probably be okay with the monkeys, <laughs> but they create a lot of chaos. Like, that's yes. the issue. Like, yes. They create a lot of chaos and stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, they're not really doing anything mm. compared to the other things that come out. Like, mm. it's not doing anything too bad. Mm. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah, the monkeys, the monkeys were were crazy. The monkeys were crazy. Like, I, I thought, I think they were, because they were smart, they knew what they were doing. They weren't just, like, randomly doing chaos. They were, like, That's intentionally true. Causing mayhem, like yeah. they're like we are going, like literally they're like we're gonna go into the store, we're gonna smash things, we're gonna steal the TV, we're gonna go crazy. You know, they, they were, were intentionally so doing the things that they were doing. It was, That's true. So that made it harder to deal with them. Yeah, mm. but at the same time though, they're not like trying to eat you. Right. They're just creating chaos. Yes, or they're trying to like kill you with knives. That's true. They do <laughs> throw the knife at the door. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Well, what's your favorite thing? I think that I would have to say, oh man, I'm I'm kind of tied between two. I really like when Alan first comes out of the game and he's like swinging through and he like <laughs> defeats the lion. Yeah, yeah, I really really love that part. And then I also love when Alan goes into the bathroom to like clean up after being in the jungle forever, <laughs> and he's like, no more banana leaves. 
<laughs> as it looks on the toilet paper. Yeah. Oh man, I laughed so oh. hard, so hard. So we were talking about the monkeys a second ago. Mm-hmm. The one part that never made sense to me, I'm like, why is everybody looting? Like, what the heck? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, there's like kind of chaos, but like, mm. is there that much chaos happening? That like they're looting. I mean, there's 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 monkeys, there's rhinos, there's stuff happening. I feel like I feel like when there's chaos, you're gonna you're gonna the, the, a lot of people will loot. People take advantage of moments like that, you know. Like it's like, oh wow, things are, things are getting smashed. There's a store over there where <laughs> you can grab a TV. I think that's how people <laughs> process that. They just like. They kind of fall into that, like that <laughs> sense of like, oh, it's the apocalypse, so might as well. <laughs> you talking about the store reminded me of the part when they when they're running, they're trying to get the game back from. Um, oh yeah, from uh, the, from the hunter guy. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, and they're like, price check. And then it was the most like Home Alone cheesy moment. Of uh, all time, yeah. And how did he get the time to make that that like trap? The, the, I know he makes with his the, trap. With the tank. Yeah, I was like, I was like, there's no way you would have had the time to do that, but it's fine. It's a kids movie, <laughs> right? You, in a kids Enjoy movie, it. you want the kid to outsmart the adult, right? You just want that to happen. That's what happened. Yeah, was that? I think it was around the same time, right? Like with Home Alone. Alone. Yeah, it yeah. It was kind of like that whole vibe of uh-huh. kids doing, yeah. you know, stuff to adults, painful things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The other thing too is there is no way that he would have survived the can, the paint cans falling on him. Yeah. If one hit, then it would knocked him out. You would die. Yeah. <laughs> That's unrealistic. <laughs> Completely unrealistic. But he's magic. That's true. He's magic. So we got that. Mm-hmm. So would you, if you were playing this game, would you cheat like Peter did to try to end the game faster? Um, depending on like how dangerous the situation is, like I think I'll reach a point where if I realize, flip, this is getting bad, I'll, I'll definitely just be like, play fast, play fast, play fast. Like do 20 turns at a time. But then here's the That's thing. That's not really With, cheating does, though. Does the, game, does the game allow you to do that? Does the game like need to feel like it has... It's moment. It has it, right. It is like it's like okay. We said we're gonna have a stampede. We're gonna have an actual stampede first, and you're gonna see it. You're gonna feel it, <laughs> and then we can move on. You know what I mean? Like it can't be because I was imagining if I was playing this game and I was like, I realized that stuff started coming out. I would uh-huh. probably try to get like the four of us around the game as close as possible. Roll, pick up, roll, pick up, roll, and like <laughs> right. you know, just like around mm-hmm. and try to go as fast as possible. Mm. But you're right. I don't know if the game would allow that. Yeah, it might, it might, it might refuse. <laughs> Cause what if you did? I was thinking, like, what if the person rolls and then the other three are like on lookout, and I imagine you in like armor of some sort, and then, like everybody's got like chainsaws or something. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but who would guess that this would happen? Yeah, yeah, and I think the game would know that you're trying to trick it. That's true. And it might, it might retaliate. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I just thought of something else that supports my theory. Mm. They say, do you want to leave your world behind? Yeah. So you're, you're Alternate stepping into... dimension. hmm Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone. Okay, okay. Question. Do you think Judy died at the end? Right before uh, they defeat the game. She got hit in the neck. Nah, I don't think she died. I think she did. You think she did? Yeah, I think they saved. They really saved her. Ah, that's what I like to think. I, I, 
I was like, oh, she's fine. She's probably just passed out. That final dice roll, though, it rolled forever. Yes, and that dice, yeah, like I was it like, keeps going. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like that dice is like on its own like thing. <laughs> it's, it's on its own <laughs> <Jumanji> adventure. <laughs> it's having. Remember, remember Inception, like yeah. that thing that keeps on spinning. I was like, that's an Inception dice. It's yeah. gonna keep going. <laughs> If you played Jumanji once, would you play it again? Never. You wouldn't be like... Never. I kind of want to see if I can play it better than I did last time. No. You would never be curious. Um, uh, would you be a little bit curious? The more you say it, the more I'm like... Yeah, <laughs> the more I'm like... I think I'm the kind of person who would do that. But I, I would probably like toss it to the bottom of the ocean. Like I would, I would like put it in a box, <laughs> okay. fill it with like cement, uh-huh. dry it, uh-huh. and then put it in another box, uh-huh. fill it with cement, okay. dry it, and then just drop it. Well, I don't think does it doesn't have the ability to dig itself out unless I don't know, I think unless it's if it has a way of altering events so that they lead to someone letting it out. Well, if you think about the new Jumanji, mm-hmm. it turns itself into a video game. It does. So, I think that it has magical properties it could probably mm. get out. Mm. Good point. Which is why I think that if I was to get rid of Jumanji, mm-hmm. I would create a secret society pledged and sworn to protecting it from everyone else. <laughs> and it would get passed down through the ages. What, what would you call that secret society? Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my my theme from this movie is toxic masculinity. Wow. Yeah, I said it. Going deep. I said it. We're, we're diving. We're diving. There we go. Got my speed on. Speed <laughs> <Speedo, laughs> Ew. <laughs> Just keep going. Ew. Um, I, I really, I really resonated with, with uh, Alan's story. And that his dad is saying, be a man, face up, you know, like face your your issues, fight back, you know, stand up for yourself. And 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 you see that even in Alan as he grows up, Mm. you know, in Jumanji Jumanji, Mm -hmm. and he the way he's treating Peter. Mm-hmm. And how he's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta face it, you gotta like buck up, you gotta, you know, you know, put your, like chin up, you know, and mm-hmm. and I think there's a moment when when Alan realizes, oh no, like I'm becoming like my dad, mm-hmm. you know, and and the guy who's chasing him, the hunter, is his dad. Oh my gosh, guys, that took me like years to notice. Right, it's like. It's his dad. I think I saw it on a meme. They were like, did anybody else notice that the hunter is also Alan's dad? And I was like, what? It's crazy, right? Like, and, and I think sometimes like, part of life's journey a lot of times is facing things that our parents have taught us. Especially as, as men, you know, mm-hmm. we are told a, a man is... You know, is you know willing to fight, is willing to to always like like never back down, be willing to punch the other guy in the face. You know, never submit to anyone, never listen. Like it's like this concept of being macho and strong, mm. and and you know, not to even mention you know our relationship with women. You know, we are taught to to be this version that pressures us to be strong in a way that 
I don't believe that we are meant to be like that. Mm. I it's toxic because what it does it causes us to be bullies. It causes us to be disaffectionate. It causes us to be distant. It causes us to to not be caring, but more focused on on tough love, you know, mm. and 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 which is not really tough love, which is just more of berating and patronizing people. And 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 so for me, it's it's something that. I really picked up on on this movie is that Alan's dad is is really passing on stuff that he feels he w- was passed on mm-hmm. to him, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes we we gotta break that cycle. And it seems like Alan reaches that point where he kind of looks at himself when when you know poor Peter is about to turn into into a monkey and his tail is hurting his bum, you know, and <laughs> and, and and. and that moment, I, I don't know if anyone else picked up on that, but I, I kind of saw that in, mm. in Alan's, on his face, in his eyes, like wow, he's he's he had a mirror moment where he was like, yeah. oh, flip, I'm becoming like my dad, and did to take that step back, and um, and I think sometimes in life, you know, especially as a guy, I you know, watching that, I was like, wow, like what things do I need to step back, you know, my dad was awesome, you know, he was probably the least toxic male ever he was he taught us love and humility things that i actually felt were weak Mm. and 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 now having grown up i'm like these are important things and and so even though i had such a great example i still need to like stop myself and be like what are things about me as a man that are toxic things that i've been taught uh in terms of how i relate to other men and also how i relate to women and mm. and how do I change those things and be better? Mm. So yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, I mean, Alan does actually say in the line "twenty six years in the jungle" and I still grew up to be like my dad. Yeah, like he actually says that line, and I was wow. like, that was pretty. That was pretty deep. And to be mm. honest, that was pretty progressive for the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, true. Because it's one of those true. things where it's like, I think that things happen to us when we're kids, and mm-hmm. when we're kids we're like oh that was traumatizing Mm. like the way that that experience was yeah and then i feel like you become an adult and you're like oh when i was a kid i got spanked and Mm. like that's fine even though all research that we know now points to the fact that like spanking your kids does not help at all Mm. it Mm. actually teaches them to not process things well it actually teaches them to just fear punishment Mm. and not actually like think about things Mm. before they do it it doesn't help with any sort of processing and a healthy like brain function. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that it's, is one of those things where it's funny. You yeah. say that you will never going to do something. And then when you're in that moment under pressure, like you kind of get into that default mode of like what you've seen and what you know. Mm, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I really resonated with what you said about like mm. having to unlearn things Yeah. because yeah. what we learned is not always the most healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, my theme is grief and how it looks different in everyone. Mm. And I thought that this story was really beautiful in that you have these four characters who are all grieving and they have grieved in different ways. Wow. So you have you have Sarah mm. who decides that 
in her grief, she's going to forget that it has ever happened, become mm. a new person. Like, wow. she changes her name. She says, like, I made this all up because mm. the horror was, mm. like, too much. Like, she convinces herself that something that happened to her mm. actually didn't happen. Yeah. And you do yeah. see that in victims. You see people yeah. be like, they'll just be like, no, that never happened to me. Like, they just decide. It mm-hmm. never happened. Mm-hmm. You have Judy. Mm-hmm. Who becomes a compulsive liar? Yeah, because I think she is does not want to be vulnerable ever again. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to be that. You have Peter who won't talk to anyone. Mm. He's done. Like he just he doesn't want to process, so he doesn't want to talk about it with anyone. Wow. And then once Alan comes out of the game, I mm. think that his grief is like a little bit. I think his grief is almost the hardest grief to see. Yeah. But his grief is in taking control of the situation. Mm. And he gets yes. very tough after he realizes that, like, his parents are gone. Mm. Gets very tough. He's like, I'm the man of this house now. We're mm. doing this now. Mm. Even the way that he gets mm. Sarah to play the game is, like, pretty cruel. It was, like, a mm. pretty, like dirty way to get yeah. her to play where he's like yeah. you can give it back to me like we can stop anytime and then he just moves his hands and she ends up rolling yeah. the dice and she's playing again yeah so i think that there are many mm. ways to deal with grief and i actually think that that's something really beautiful about this mm. is that like through like almost like needing mm. to be a team be a family mm. like grow with each other they kind of get out of that grief mode mm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Like through understanding each other's yeah. process a little bit yeah. better. Yeah. And having yeah. to work as a team, you know, to yeah. get through everything. Yeah. That's good. I, I like to be honest with you, I, like, I, I have a way that how I deal with grief is I'm very, like, I feel it. I feel the pain, but I'm, I'm more isolation, mm. you know? So I'm more like, I'm going to isolate myself. I won't, I don't want to talk to a million people about this. I mm-hmm. want to just process it. I'll have a few, very, very, very few people that I will share with or pour, you know, on the rare occasion. So, but when I see someone else's way of processing and they want to talk all the time, they want to process all the time, mm-hmm. I get annoyed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be talking about this right now. I care about your life, but I don't really want to be like processing every single painful thing and painful memory. But I think some of the best moments uh, happen when, like, when I stop myself, I'm like, okay, I'm actually going to care for this person. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to listen, listen to them and actually be like, hey, um, how can I be there for you in the way that you need me to be there for you? And I think it's, and vice versa, you know, you know, it's awesome when people, because people want to be like, are you okay? Are you okay? It's Mm -hmm. awesome when people are like, let's give them space. Yeah. So when people understand each other, I think the grief process is easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so we're going to round this up. Yes, we are. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. We just love doing this podcast every week. Yes. And if you love it as well, what would really help us out a lot is if you left a review. If you could rate us, mm-hmm. leave a review, mm-hmm. that does a ton. A lot of the internet and podcasting is all about algorithms and numbers. And it sounds silly to ask for it. (laughs) And I feel silly asking for it. But if you could write a review, it actually does a lot for us as podcasters and getting credibility as podcasters. It does. does. Yeah, it really helps us. And it it allows us to build a bigger community. Mm -hmm. And that we're so excited for that. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on this nerdy journey. We'll see you next week.